0: Hello and welcome to Out in the Sticks, your favorite paranormal podcast. I'm your host, Shannon. With me is the storyteller from the same fella, my sister from the same mister, Christina. Hello. What's up? Not a lot. Okay. Not, not a lot. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> I'm hurting. Yeah. She had an accident. I did have had to take accident. her to the emergency room the other night. She's clumsy. Yeah, I tried to
1: cut my leg off. Yeah, well, you know, it happens. <laughs> so
0: It happens. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> 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 Moving on. Moving on. No, you are you feeling all right for real? It's very painful. Very painful. I can yeah. imagine. So that no, was so that was a fun way to spend a Friday night. Well, and we even, didn't have anything else to do, so I thought we. <laughs> well, actually, I
1: did. <laughs> so I thought but it's well, all good. <laughs> I thought, well, we'll
0: just go spend it at the emergency room with all of them. But it's all good. So, so yeah. Well, good times. Well, good yeah. times. <laughs> yep. All right, Chick. What you got for us this week? Well, well.
1: This week we're going to stay close to home. Uh oh. I don't, know
0: go- I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing.
1: We're going to go to America's Georgia. Oh, okay.
0: That's very close to home. That is very
1: close to home. So we're going to talk about the Windsor Hotel. The Windsor? Yes. I thought that was somewhere else. Well, there is one somewhere okay. else, but this one happens <laughs> to be in America's. Okay. There are two. Oh, okay. So in 1888, Swedish-born architect Gottfried. Leonard Norman, who was from Atlanta at the time. You're <laughs> making me laugh. I thought he said he was Swedish. Swedish born. Oh, then he was
0: from Sweden, but maybe. From yeah. Atlanta
1: at the time <laughs> in 1888. Oh, okay. He came to America's from Atlanta. Okay. You get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. But he came to America from, from Sweden. Sweden. <laughs>
1: Very good. So so you're getting it. Awesome. <laughs> he submitted his design of a hotel to the America's Manufacturers and Improvement Company.
0: That's a oh. lot to say. What do they do? Well, They, they manufacture and improve? They, <laughs> they improved
1: the town like with new buildings and stuff oh, okay. like that. Now, the design submitted resembled the Hotel Alcazar at St. Augustine. Do you remember? I, I have find no it. idea I what you I could you're not find about. a picture of that, but I'm assuming since it resembled this and I could find a picture there, they look pretty much the same. <laughs> Okay. Now, his design was of a brick Victorian building with three and five stories and 100
0: rooms. Three and five stories? In different
1: parts that had different stories.
0: Oh, it was like a bi-level or whatever? Yeah. Okay. It was bi. (laughs) (laughs) It liked three and fives. (laughs) Yes, it did.
1: Not just ones and twos. Uh Uh-uh. Now, the design, or even fours. <laughs> it didn't like fours at all. didn't like fours. Now, the design also encompassed, encompassed a Flemish stepped roof, a Romanesque tower, balconies, a turret, and a three-story atrium lobby and many elevators. In 1888.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> One elevator wouldn't suffice?
1: No. Okay. The design also showed to have... 10 stores on the street level, so not only was it a hotel, it had like shopping, so you just could like do everything at the hotel,
0: right? Okay, yeah. so probably one of the first places like that, yeah.
1: Now, this design was felt to be the most attractive of all the designs submitted at the time. This design was accepted by the America's Manufacturers and Improvement Company at an estimated cost of eighty thousand dollars. That's all? But the actual cost... Okay, here we go. ...was $150,000.
0: So almost double.
1: Yeah. Now,
0: (laughs) Who's doing their estimating?
1: I don't know. Maybe they need to get rid of that person, their financial advisor. Damn, I forgot to carry the one. And just a little side note, I didn't put this in here, but all the bricks that were used on that building were actually made in a neighboring town. Right there in Georgia. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, they weren't shipped in. They were made
0: Mm -hmm. right there. I bet it would be a lot to ship bricks.
1: It would. So, they saved some money there (laughs) by not having to have them shipped in. We're shipping
0: bricks over here.
1: Now, on June 21st of the same year, the AMIC, I'm not going to say. (laughs) Just say the town. The town accepted the bid for the construction of the hotel from James Smith of Sparta, Georgia. I
0: think, was it
1: Sparta, Georgia? No.
0: I don't know. There's a Sparta, Mississippi.
1: There's a Sparta, South Carolina, too. But there, I
0: think there is a Sparta, Georgia, too. I have no idea. I this is either. your story. <laughs> this, I can't remember. You should come to us with these facts.
1: Now, construction on the hotel began in September of 1890. And by April of 1891, the work constructing the hotel was half-completed. They weren't
0: even fast. They or were. were
1: that? But they weren't playing. The last brick on the exterior was laid on October twenty second, eighteen ninety one. Wow. Exactly, and then they began working on the interior. They were constructing the rooms and hallways and lobbies and other, of course. And the elevators were installed during the Christmas seasons of eighteen ninety one. These people were not play. I want these people <laughs> to build my house. Okay working on the same road in town for 10 years i know right (laughs) at this point the hotel was furnished and ready to open now the hotel was located in the heart of downtown americas and inhabits close to an entire city block and built in less than a
0: year (laughs) (laughs) think about
1: that people
0: (laughs) it was a different time (laughs) that's my favorite phrase
1: Now, it was also, this is just another cool side note because it just makes you think. It was also the only hotel in Georgia that offered guests individualized silverware. So, I'm wondering. What? What? I'm wondering. So, like,
0: if a bunch of people sit at a table and pass the spoon? I
1: guess so. Is that what you're saying? I guess. I guess because that's what it makes it sound like. But in this hotel, everybody got their, their own, own silverware. Wow,
0: that's fancy. I know, right? <laughs>
1: now, this silverware was designed by a local jeweler. I could not find his name. Okay. I
0: I, I I looked. I'm now, sure the, it's very unimportant. They probably don't care.
1: <laughs> they didn't say fit to put it in there. <laughs> now, the Windsor Hotel was named for John Windsor, who was one of the leading capitalists? Capital, capitalist. Thank you, capitalist in America, and one of the ten incorporates of the hotel. Okay. Now the hotel's grand opening occurred on June sixteenth, eighteen ninety-two, to which thousands attended, and over one hundred guests registered at the hotel on the first day of operation. I don't know where they put them because they only had I was rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it was families, maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I'll sleep in the restaurant. I'll sleep on. I'll sleep in the lobby. I'll sleep in the dry goods store. <laughs> yeah, I'll sleep in the saloon. I'll sleep on the flower. <laughs> on the flower side <laughs> in, the dry, in the dry goods store downstairs.
1: Oh man, I'll sleep in the bathroom. Oh wait, there weren't oh. bathrooms at oh. that time.
0: <laughs> well. <laughs>
1: Now the hotel was built to attract winter visitors from the north, and was the site of numerous balls and celebrations. Over the years of operation, the hotel had many noteworthy guests. Now some of these guests were people like John L. Sullivan, which Who? everybody knows was the former heavyweight boxing champion of the time. I
0: don't think everybody knew that. Apparently, mm-hmm. you did. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me, <laughs> the, the lone wolf. <laughs> That's how I like it. I'm the lone. I am a lone wolf.
1: Now, um, Congressman William Jennings Bryan, who was a three-time Democratic presidential nominee, also stayed in the hotel.
0: Never heard of him. Uh, I'm just playing. I have heard of him. I have
1: too, but he's, yeah, not a lot, but yeah, I've heard of him. Now, United States House Speaker Charles F. Crisp an American labor. Labor leader Eugene V. Debs stayed in the hotel in 1917. These are
0: the biggest names that we can come well, up I with. Mean, they were
1: they were like political people. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, Vice President Thomas R. Marshall gave a speech from the balcony of the hotel, and Franklin Delano Roosevelt, soon to be governor of New York and future president, spoke in the dining room in 1928. Now, I have
0: heard of him.
1: I would hope so. <laughs>
0: Him I I know. I I
1: would hope so. Now, a nationwide economic depression in 1893 put a serious dent in tourism. And by the end of the decade, the the AMIC... I said the town. But the town didn't own the hotel, so I have to say that here.
0: We don't have to.
1: The AMIC (laughs) lost all of its investments and filed filed for bankruptcy, thus closing the hotel. And on September fifth, eighteen ninety nine, that's my birthday. At a public sale, the hotel was sold to, ju- to jeweler. Jeweler, <laughs> <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> what the hell? I'm high. What the hell's happening <laughs> right now? <laughs> I'm high. On September fifth, eighteen ninety nine, at a public sale. The hotel was sold to jeweler Charles A. Flicker for $40,000. Flicker.
0: Flicker. <laughs> Flicker? I barely know her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is he the jeweler that designed the I thought I wondered that. Maybe wear? he is
1: the jeweler that designed the silverware We're just going to say wear. that that's what happened. It was Charles. Yep. For everybody that wants to know. Now, in September of 1910, the hotel underwent an extensive $75,000 renovation, which included installing new elevators, electric lights, steamed heat, and telephones. Wow. That was extensive. Fancy. (laughs) Now, the Windsor again sold in the 1930s to Howard Dayton of, guess where, Daytona Beach, Florida, who kept it in operation for another four decades.
0: That's forty years for youth out there that don't know what a She's decade sma- would be.
1: She's getting smarter by the minute. <laughs> Just say, "Good for you."
0: You're welcome. Now I sp- like to—I like to be informative.
1: <coughs> well, thank you. I you like know. to participate. Well, you are your participation grade is great right now. Thanks. Now, after serving as apartments for several years, the Windsor Hotel closed its doors in 1974 after 82 years in operation what year? 1974. Okay. In the 1980s, the hotel underwent a $5.8 million restoration. That's see the a difference bit, That's in price. a little bit steeper. Do you see the difference in price from then to like the 1980s? Yeah. That's just I crazy. Bet, I
0: bet they did less stuff.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they did, which returned it to its original grandeur, which they really wouldn't have to do a whole lot because it hadn't been out of operation that very long. long. Yeah. The hotel reopened for business in 1991. The hotel has had many supporters since its reopening, but the most prominent, prominent of these is former President Jimmy Carter, who, of course, was born Carter, in is? nearby Plains, Georgia. Now, over the years, the Windsor Hotel has had many occupants who are occupants. I'm going to start that over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Something's You're wrong take with some me. Damn
0: editing on this
1: one. <laughs> There's something wrong with me. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Now, over the years, the Windsor Hotel has had many occupants who are said to have never checked out. There have been many reports of paranormal activity from both guests and employees, so much so that there is a book at the front desk where people can write down their experiences. (laughs) They got tired of hearing them, so they just write it down. I don't want to listen to this crap. (laughs) I'm kidding. I lost my place. (laughs) Okay. Okay. There have been so many reports that the hotel has been certified as being haunted. Certified by who? I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> certified. I mean probably what? the AMIC. <laughs> certified. Who certifies that a place is haunted? And how do they come to this certification? Know. What is the certification
1: process? I don't know, but it has to be haunted apparently. <laughs> <laughs> how the fuck you going to prove that? I don't know.
0: Uh, Anyway, certified haunted. (laughs) But
1: it is also reported that the encounters are mostly friendly. Now, some of these encounters include pots and pans flying off tables and counters.
0: It's very friendly.
1: (laughs) Well, they just, you know. (laughs) Lights and radios (laughs) mysteriously turn on and off by themselves.
0: Hey, I was listening to that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, a wedding ring of one of the guests was reportedly moved from one table to another, and doors to rooms that were left open were reported to have
0: been shut. Hold up. Time out. I've got a question. Okay, go ahead. Why wasn't this person wearing this wedding ring? Well, (laughs) (laughs) just a question. (laughs) We're not going to go into that. Okay.
1: But just a question I had. Now, there have also been reports of photos that show the reflection of a figure in the lobby mirror that was not there when the photo was taken. What now? There apparently is some photos that show a figure's reflection from the lobby mirror. Apparently, they were taking a photo in front of the mirror, and they didn't see anybody when the photo was taken. But in the photo, it shows the reflection of somebody in the mirror.
0: Maybe the person taking the picture.
1: (laughs) That's not supposed to happen. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Well, I would think that they would know they would be in the mirror. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just guessing.
0: I'm just asking. Uh, that's my job.
1: <laughs> now, it is said that there are three spirits that inhabit the hotel. According to employees of the hotel, the ghost of Floyd Lowry. Who that? <laughs> that's the hotel's former door and elevator man. He was the former, he was the door and elevator man for more than 40 years at the hotel. Now he can be spotted on a regular basis and they have had reports of the doorman welcoming guests to their state and helping guests with their luggage are common. But the only problem with this is the hotel no longer employs a doorman. (laughs) I think it's just some
0: man. It's just some guy who's retired doesn't have anything better to do during the days. He's like, I'll just walk up to the hotel and help and just people. Just help people with their, their luggage. luggage. <laughs> Welcome to the Windsor. That's how he Just sent in some dude just doing that for I honestly, chips. I
1: honestly thought that when they said <laughs> just, that. <laughs> it's just like just some dude just smart going up there to get, and get <laughs> money. <laughs> it's like I've got job, your, I got a job and I don't bags, even sir? have to I don't even have to work or pay taxes.
0: <laughs> help you with your bag, ma'am.
1: Now, the two most famous spirits that inhabit the hotel are those of a former resident housekeeper, Emily May, and her daughter, Emma. Emily and Emma. Yes. Now, in the 1920s, housekeeper Emily May was arguing with her lover in the hotel's third floor hallway. Mm -hmm. Now, as the exchange of the argument became heated, her young daughter, Emma, came up beside her and started holding her hand. In a fit of rage, Emily's lover pushed her into a nearby elevator, inadvertently also pushing Emma in because she was holding her mother's hand. Thus, mother and daughter fell three stories to their death. It is said that maybe the lover did not realize that the elevator shaft was empty, but I don't know how you could not know that.
0: First of all, it wouldn't have been opened. You'd have had to open it. Right.
1: Right. The only time they stand open like that is if they're out of service.
0: I mean, whatever. But whatever. Sounds sounds fishy to me. It's a little fishy.
1: Since then, guests on the third floor have reported chilling sounds of a child's laughter and whispers. And they have also reported the eerie cries of a woman. Guests and employees report feeling the presence of a little girl, and some hear the child's footsteps running down the third floor hallway. It is reported that guests see the fleeting, reflection, the fleeting reflection of a woman in a long black dress and one of the third floor mirrors. And the doors to the service elevator where mother and daughter died can be sl- seen slowly creaking Oh, uh, so it
0: was the service elevator? Yeah. So it may have been open then. It may have.
1: I was thinking I didn't like, think like the
0: regular ed- elevator. I didn't think about that.
1: So, if you're up for it, go book a stay at the Windsor. We'd be glad for you to visit Georgia and America. Come on down.
0: It's cold you might right see now. the spirits. I'm to come now. I will
1: tell you that America's is one of the most historical places in Georgia. So it's interesting to visit there. Yeah. Very interesting. So that's the story of the Windsor Hotel in America. In America. Yeah. Well, cool. So, I hit the microphone again. Always, I do. Always hit the <laughs> all microphone all the time.
0: All right, well, that was interesting.
1: It was, and it's close to home. Close to home. It took me forever to find something I wanted to do in Georgia, but then when I looked in America's, it's like all kinds of stuff popped There's up. A lot of stuff in Georgia. It's hard to find information on some of it. I looked because there was a place in Atlanta I wanted to do, and I couldn't. What place?
0: What place? I sent
1: to one of the the oldest cemetery in Atlanta. Like up above, um, up around like Buckhead and all.
0: No. Well, okay. Well, maybe next time. Maybe. <laughs> all right, guys. I uh, just want to remind you that you can email us at outinthestickspod at com. You can reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at OITS <laughs> underscore podcast. I mm-hmm. uh, want to remind you also that we do have a true crime comedy podcast. If you're into that, it's one crime at a time. Go check us out on that. Mm -hmm. What else? Um, Please please. send me some ghost stories or any kind of weird
1: story. I want to read
0: them. If you got weird... (laughs) I'm
1: high right now. You have to (laughs) excuse me. (laughs)
0: She is, I think, for, for real dope before pain like <laughs> medication. I'll be, no, a, I'll be okay. Send us some stories if you got them out there. And um, also want to remind you that if you could, please go to Apple Podcasts and yes. rate us. Write us a review. That really helps us out, probably it more does. than anything. So we would and we'll really, read your reviews too. Yes, we will. And We would greatly appreciate it. And as, soon think, as,
1: as soon as I can talk right. As now. soon as
0: she can <laughs> learn to talk again, and her mouth has feeling in it. <laughs> <laughs> someday hopefully <laughs> by next week hopefully that'll happen yes but we really do want to thank you guys for listening we really 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 do appreciate we it do. and we do. until next time remember the creepiest things happen out in the sticks yes, they do all right we'll talk to you next week guys bye, bye.